Good afternoon, folks, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Shay Shay Girl Live, and I am Extra Bubbly on Anchor Radio. Happy Monday. It's been a minute, y'all. Happy Black History Month. Happy New Year. Like, all of that good stuff. I think the last time, or for sure, the last time I talked to you all was December 31st, and I was just letting you know, hug yourself. Let yourself know it's okay. You made it. Um, I know that the year of 2019 was pretty difficult for a lot of us. Um, There was loss. There was sickness. There was um, depression. There was so many things that could have had us bound or did have us bound, but by the grace of God, we are still here. So I am here to say thank you, Jesus, uh, for you and for I. Um, I lost my sister, and that that was a pretty difficult process. My nieces and nephews are still struggling with the loss of not having their mom here anymore. Uh, my, my older sister is struggling, no longer having her best friend. You know, there is a deep loss, um, and I know a lot of people who have dealt with this. So I just want you all to know that I am praying for you and praying with you. Um, that God will cover you and that you will always feel his presence no matter what is happening in your life. So I am here on this Monday, the last week of Black History Month, just to simply say, I love being black. (laughs) And I, I appreciate anyone who supports this podcast. I appreciate all of my listeners, and I do know that not every listener is black or African-American or whatever, but um, I want you to know I appreciate you, and and I am just here to say thank you. Again, it's been a while, but I felt like it was very necessary that I come on right now because during the month of January, um, I did not provide any content to you all, and that was because my church, the great New Life Community Church of Oakland, along with our sister churches, Fresh Start and The Rock, went on a fast so that we could recharge. And so in the month of January, we gave up meats and sweets and social media. And can I tell y'all, my spirit was blessed. Every morning at 5.30, we had corporate prayer. Um, I was privileged to lead some of the prayers during that time. And I just know that... um, God did something in my life. Like that time of fasting and praying gave me um, an opportunity to see just how much time I was spending on mindless entertainment. And don't get me wrong, I love getting on Facebook and seeing pictures of y'all cute little babies and what the girls did for the weekend or the fellas doing something, you know. I love all that, like I am here for it. But during this time of fasting, and I realized that I, that it's kind of just like unconscious. I'll pick up my phone and go directly to Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. So what I did was delete those apps from my phone during this time because I didn't want to even accidentally um, get on, you know. So I deleted those apps from my phone. And what it did was, was show me just how much time I was spending on mindless entertainment. Taking that break from social media gave me the opportunity to be um, more productive at home in school, at work, in my marriage, with my children, in my spiritual walk with God, y'all. I was like, again, getting up at 5.30 in the morning, I had my alarm set so that I would be up and be prepared, like preparing for the day, asking God to just be involved in everything that I did throughout that day. Praying and meditating on scriptures made an extreme difference in my life, y'all. I thought that I wasn't going to be able to make it. Like anybody that knows me knows my life revolves around cotton candy and candy apples and funnel cake and candy and wham whams and jujubes. 
but I was not even craving it. Do you hear me? I'm just telling you how good God is. Like, not one day, and even my coworkers, like, they were super supportive. They knew that I was fasting from this stuff. And so, I mean, it was here, but it still, it did not affect me. I, I wasn't feeling like I was being deprived of anything. Like, I truly um, enjoyed that time that God gave me with him, that God gave our churches to just reflect recharge, renew, become revived. And so here I am in the month of February, and I have decided that on this last week of February, I'm going back onto my fast. I um, I will be doing very limited social media, and so what I did was set a timer on my phone where after so long on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, it'll say, okay, your time is up for the day and I can't get back on. So that is what I am doing to make sure that I am keeping my time limited on social media. Because if I have time to be on social media, then I, I have time that I could be doing something else. Like I could be reading to my daughter or I could be finishing up my homework. Thank you, Jesus. I'll graduate in December 20, this year, December, at the end of this year, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I could be spending in the word of God. I could be praying or I could be doing an assignment that is due at work. So I don't want to give all my time to social media. Again, I, I love it. I'm not saying it's anything bad about it, but I'm saying that I, I, me personally, was spending a whole lot of time on social media and I was giving more time to social media than I was to my spiritual life. And that is not what I want to do. I've always considered myself to be um, a pretty confident person and I don't want you to misunderstand me. I don't mean cocky. I don't think that I'm the best looking female out there. I don't think that I dress the best. I don't think that I have everything, um, but I'm confident in who I am. And if you are, then I think that's a great thing. I think confidence is a great thing, but I don't want to have confidence in myself anymore because I, what I've noticed is that I will fail myself. And let me just give you an example. I've been singing my whole life. Like literally, I think I did my first solo when I was like five years old. And so I've always um, sang in choirs. Um, when I got to high school, I sang with Touch of Class Choir. Shout out to all my TLCC members and Dr. Gregory Cole. Um, I got a scholarship for music and went to San Francisco State. I traveled around the world singing um, with choirs and I am very appreciative of all of those opportunities. But I'm saying that to say, someone will call me. As a matter of fact, somebody called me the other day and was like, hey, I need you to sing a solo at my cousin's funeral. Do you know my hands start sweating? I start sweating in places I ain't never even sweated before, y'all. I got all nervous, my stomach started hurting. I felt like I didn't know if I was gonna throw up or boo-boo. Like it just, like, so what I'm saying is, I can't have confidence in myself because even though I've been doing this thing my whole life, right then when I was asked to do it, my confidence went out the window. I had no confidence that I would be able to sing a solo. And sure, I could have did it, but in that moment, I didn't have any confidence. So I can't put all my confidence in myself. I want to make sure that my confidence is in the right person. And you know who that is? I need to be confident in God because he will always provide. He will always give me what I think I'm lacking. He is always there. And so I want to just share that with you. Make sure that your confidence is in the right person, in in the right things. It's okay to be have confidence. Um, 
but you want to make sure that your whole confidence is in God. Um, there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you possess certain skills or have a certain level of education, um, possess a, a certain sports uh, confidence or whatever, all of those things are great. But I'm saying those things can fail you, but there is no failure in God. So place your confidence in him. And in my time of fasting and praying is what I found out is that God never left me. Um, God never forsake me. I was never lacking. I never felt like I was um, without because he was my ultimate provider. And so I want to make sure that you also place your confidence in the Lord. We need to know where that level of confidence in us comes from. If my confidence is in God, then when somebody asks me to lead a song or do something, um, I'm confident that God will be there with me, that God gave me this gift. So he is going to make sure that I use this gift and use it to glorify him. So it's no need for me to nut all up, for lack of a better word, get scared. But I, again, I've always thought I was a very confident person. But that phone call the other day asking me to do a solo, or even if you know me from back in the day, you asked me to sing or there's been opportunities that have come up, but because I felt like all the I's weren't dotted or all the T's weren't crossed. Um, I lacked the confidence when I should have put my confidence in the Lord. I, I could remember back in the day when Sister Act 2 was first coming out, one of my really good girlfriends called me like, hey, Shay, they're doing auditions. And you know, she had confidence in me, more confidence in me that I had in myself. She called me and was like, girl, come on, I'll go down there with you. You got this. You could do this. And I missed out on that opportunity. Who knows? I could have been the girl singing on the side of Lauren Hill. But because I didn't have confidence in myself, there again, you know, if my confidence would have been in the Lord, knowing that he would have covered me, he gave me this gift, so he will allow me to use it, I could have been okay. I, I sang at a church one time, and I had a lady come up to me afterwards and say, you know, she was interested in managing me and doing some things. I, my cousin, my little nephew, used to play keyboard for TLC back in the day. He called me and was like, come on, they need some background singers. Again, my confidence went right out the window. Lord knows if I'd have had my confidence in God, again, the person who gave me this gift, who knows what I could have did. So I'm just saying, whatever it is that your gift is, don't put so much confidence in yourself because your confidence will fail you. Or I know my confidence has failed me. But if my confidence is in God, the one who provides me with these gifts that I have, all will be well. So that is my word for you today. I just want you to have confidence in God. And it, when you get some time, I want you to... I'm going to read these scriptures to you, but I want you to go over them and read them for yourself so that it will resonate with you. And the scripture for this podcast is Proverbs 3, 21 through 35. And I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way 
and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your feet from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor right now, don't say come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor for those who live nearby trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Can I just tell you, put your confidence in the Lord. He will never leave you. He gives us wisdom. He gives us peace. He gives us goodness. He gives us love. He is very intimate with us. All we have to do is be willing to sit and listen. And that brings another thought to me. You know how we're praying for some things and then we we might not get it right away. Um, and then we forget about it or get mad and say God doesn't answer prayers. I don't know why, but this analogy came to my head. When we were little or when I was little, I would go to my parents and ask them for something. And then I wouldn't turn around and walk right away without having an answer. I would sit there and be quiet. And then if they was taking too long, I might even be like, Mama, did you hear me? I want to do X, Y, and Z, or can I get these new shoes, or whatever it was. I waited for the answer. So my encouragement to you on today is when you pray in the God, because it, it, before this word came to me, let me just back up a little bit. I In my car on the way to work or in my car on the way home from work, I, um, I have like devotion. I will um, sing some some gospel songs. I will um, pray and then I will listen to the word for a minute. But if you like me, soon as I'm finished praying, I might turn on some NWA or whatever trap music comes on my next list, you know, on my Apple music list or whatever. But how can I hear from God or get an answer from him if I'm not quiet and still? So like with our parents, when we ask them for something, we wait for an answer. God needs us to do that too. When you finish praying in your car or having your devotion or in your prayer closet, don't immediately go get on Facebook or turn on some music or whatever. Be quiet for a minute. Listen for direction from God because his answer is either yes, no, or not right now. And if it's a no, it's because he sees something that we don't see. When your parents used to tell you no back in the day, they saw something that that you didn't see. Or because they've been our age before, they knew something about that that we may not have been privileged to know. But the answer is either yes, no, or not right now. Or like my mama used to say, we'll see. It didn't mean no. It just meant that maybe I wasn't ready for that right at this particular time. But keep waiting. Wait on the Lord and be of good cheer. Please, y'all, put confidence in him that he will provide for you whatever it is that you need. Whatever you're lacking right now, go into prayer for that and trust that God will be the provider of that, whatever it is that you're in need of. I hope that this word means something to you. But again, let me just uh, bring it all back. This all has to do with fasting and praying, listening for God, um, giving him time throughout your day. 
making um, intentional time to spend with him, being intentional in your lifestyle, in your prayer life. If you have something that your neighbor needs and you have it and you are able to give it to them, give it to them because God will bless you guys. God will bless you. Trust me when I tell you this. I am not telling you something that I heard. I am telling you something that I know. God is so good. He is a provider and he will take care of you. So again, when you get a chance, if you want to go over those scriptures, that was Proverbs chapter 3 verses 21 through 35. God is faithful. God is just. I do miss talking to you guys. Um, There is light at the end of the tunnel. I will be graduating in December 2020. All of my time right now goes to homework, internships, my job, and my family. I um. I really don't have time for anything else. But when God does pour something into my spirit and I do get a chance, I will be coming to you, sharing that with you. So stick with me. Don't forget to subscribe. Hug somebody today. Smile at somebody. And if you're the one that needs the hug, hug yourself and know that you are loved. I pray for my social media friends. I pray for my listeners. I pray that you all are in prayer with me because where there are two or three gathered in his name, he is in the midst. So God bless you all. Again, don't forget to subscribe and share this message with somebody. Go in peace.